welcome to the High Potion Tavern. Today, we are joined here with my friend Keenan. Hello. Hi, Keenan. How are you? I'm great. Can you hear me just fine? Uh, it's going good. It's going good. Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> so, today, Keenan and I are going solo without our friend Josh, who's usually very good at uh, introing these, but uh, I guess that's left up to me today. Yeah, he always uses those good, you know, introductory sound effects and and all that, but and then ends us. And then ends the podcast with Godspeed, and I don't know if well, I can do that. Uh, maybe we can. We can. Do, we can do that. We don't need him. I and, guess and he, he's too busy anyway. Yeah, he's uh, he's got other things to do today, but that's okay, because Keenan and I want to talk about super smash brothers yes. and josh was not as excited about it as we are so we're gonna we're josh, gonna dive in josh is more interested in running right now so it's up to us to run the show with bad puns and potion puns yes it, it works out though because josh isn't uh, the biggest smash bros fan so i i suppose it's best to just leave it to the guys who care the most so yeah so as we all know uh e3 happened last week and we will probably be having an episode where we go a little deeper on some of the other games but i think uh it'll do us well to talk about smash brothers in its own episode because believe us this will definitely take up a whole episode it could take up multiple episodes yeah smash bros is a hard game to talk about in five seconds so i think we uh we did the right thing here yeah i agree completely just with other series like kingdom hearts smash bros definitely has a lot of depth to it yeah certainly and i'm uh withholding talking about kingdom hearts until our e3 discussion i'm sure you are (laughs) so anyway keenan uh why don't we start uh since uh, the Nintendo Direct was basically ninety-five percent Smash Bros. Anyway, let's just talk about <laughs> let's talk about yeah. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yes. So, and and I, I do want to point out that like I think you're exaggerating a little bit. It was more like it was more like eighty percent Smash, but I'm glad that they ended with it because you know you got to save the best for last. I mean, come on. The the other things they had were like Xenoblade <laughs> DLC and like. A Fire Emblem game that's not even coming out this yeah. year. So and and Super Mario Party, which okay, I'm I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop because Josh might wanna might wanna weigh I'm... in on that. Yeah, it's kind of hard not. Yeah. it's kind of hard to not go into the Nintendo Direct without. Uh... Well, anyway, we'll we'll talk about it later. So yes. Super Smash Brothers, uh, what'd you think? Let's do initial impressions before we even talk about any specifics. Like, what what did you think? I was in shock and awe. I was totally flabbergasted. I was also in shock and awe and totally flabbergasted. So there we go. We were both in the uh, in the flabbergasted camp there. You know what really flabbergasted me was uh, when Ice Climber showed up. And I was like, okay, all right. And then Snake. And then I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? Yes. I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm still in some ways processing all of my emotions and I'll probably still be feeling new emotions as time goes on, but but yeah, let, let's let's talk about let's talk about that because because like it it all sort of starts with the characters. You had you had Sakurai, the creator of Smash Bros. He came out and he was like, "Hey, I'm here to talk about Smash Bros." 
let's talk about the characters. And they went right into the characters. Yeah, I mean, so this, to me, is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> is that weird? I feel like we've gotten to a point with Super Smash Brothers where I don't really care about the newcomers anymore. I, I may not necessarily agree with that, but I, I know exactly where you're coming from. I think I've gotten to the point now where Smash Bros. is kind of like its own series. So, well, it, well, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, like it, it's it's a celebration of all things Nintendo, but it's also just kind of like its own thing now. Like the characters that are popular in Smash aren't necessarily the most popular Nintendo characters, is what I was getting at, or the most popular characters in general. Oh, I agree. Like ice climbers. Oh like, yeah, you... yeah. Like I was so happy to see the ice climbers, but like, when is the last time they made an ice climbers game? Oh wait, when the Nintendo came out. The eighties, the late eighties. <laughs> What the one and only game? Ice Climber Singular. That's the name of the game. Is Ice Climber? No S at the end. Just Climber. And yet the Ice Climbers play as a team, and if you lose one of them, they're just a terrible character almost. Yes. But if they ha- if you have like, one of the best characters. Yeah, I honestly was not surprised to see the Ice Climbers come back, and I, I don't know if you know this, but. In, in Smash Bros. Wii U and 3DS, the Ice Climbers weren't there because of the 3DS. I'm pretty sure it was even stated in an interview with, with Masahiro Sakurai that they didn't put the Ice Climbers in because of the hardware limitations of the 3DS. And they wanted to have the rosters be the same across both versions, so the Ice Climbers had to be cut. As a yeah. result. So for me, Smash Bros. Wii U is actually, I think, one of the best games in the series, but it's also the game I played the least. And it's because huh. of the fact that I didn't really care for the Wii U as a console whatsoever. And Ouch. the 3DS uh, version of the game was not really that great to me. It, it didn't really have much to it, except for Smash Run, which I really hope is going to make a return in Smash Ultimate. So for me... Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, there are some cool modes. I, I'm kind of hoping they bring back, like, a subspace emissary or an adventure mode or something. But, uh, you know, it's not really about the single player, really. It's really about the multiplayer. Yes. There, there are a lot of good single player elements in previous titles, but the, the multiplayer is, is what takes the cake. It, it's usually the bulk of the game. But anyway, to me, the Wii U version... While it had the best roster, it was on the worst hardware. So to me, it was kind of hard for me to really want to play it. And uh, maybe I've just gotten older, but uh, it's not as exciting to me as it once was. However, Smash Bros. on Switch seems like the perfect kind of marriage to me of kind of everything you'd want in a Smash Bros. game. I I do agree with that because I, I definitely played a lot of Smash Wii U, more than I care to admit. Uh, but I, I, you know, openly admit that the Wii U was not that successful of a console. But the Switch, the Switch is wildly successful. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad that Smash Ultimate is coming out on the Switch. Uh, I'm also glad that it's not a port. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So I, I, I might actually want to delve into this a little bit because, like, I agree with you there. But also, I just feel like, um, to me, it's, it's kind of almost like it's going to be more so a new game to me than it is to you because I didn't, I mean, I bought the DLC characters on the Wii U, but I barely played them. 
Yes. So I'm kind of glad that the entire roster is just kind of like available from the get-go. Yeah. That's a good or point. Or unlockable from the get-go. Yeah, that is a good point. And and I'm I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I do think it's going to feel a lot more fresh to you than it will to me because the character models, uh, just the way they look, uh, they do look very, very similar to Smash Wii U. I mean, you, you, you would see that from Smash 64 to Melee, the character models and the graphics were updated a lot. And then the same was for the same is true for melee to brawl and then brawl to wii u um but uh, i have noticed that the models haven't really changed all that much because it's getting to the point where it can't get much more graphically visually pleasing than this that's right but also what they can do though is just use is take inspiration from the characters' recent games or most recent games, which oh, I think absolutely. they've done. Oh, absolutely. Like with Link. I'm really glad they used the Breath of the Wild Link. Oh, I'm super excited to use Breath of the Wild Link because I feel like he's going to play similarly enough, but differently enough to the point where he'll feel like a totally new character. Even yeah, absolutely. The same character. Yeah, so like getting back to the characters, obviously we have returning fighters like Ice Climbers, who um, weren't present in Smash Wii U, and then you've got Snake, who wasn't present either. Um, and then, but then you have characters uh, like Link, who have always been in a Smash Bros. title, but this Link is completely new. Uh, and same goes for uh, like Zelda. I, I oh, this, Zelda! I, this, yeah, I love I Zelda's new design. Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a Link Between Worlds Zelda, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yes, and the reason I love Zelda's design isn't even just because of A Link Between Worlds. It's also because A Link Between Worlds was inspired by A Link to the Past. So to me, this version of Zelda is like the first time you see something very classic. That is true. That is very true. Um, And speaking of classic and speaking of Zelda, we have Ocarina of Time Ganondorf. So this is my theory for why they chose Ocarina of Time Ganondorf and brought back Young... Well, I mean, they were going to probably bring back Young Link regardless. But uh, Smash Bros. historically draws from games from the previous generation of consoles, and Ocarina of Time 3D was on the 3DS. So it makes sense for Ganondorf to have his Ocarina of Time appearance. That's a good... That's a very good point. I hadn't thought of that. And... I also like the fact that it's it's sort of a a little bit of a love letter to melee fans because I mean that's Ganondorf's old design for melee was his Ocarina of Time design, so yeah, it's, it's almost it's like they're bringing back. Yeah, it's like they're bringing back an old favorite in a did sense. Did they keep Did they keep Sheik's Twilight Princess design? I actually, uh, Sheik does look a little different in in Ultimate, and I've heard people say that. Her design is based off uh, the design of Link's, like, I guess Link has a Sheikah outfit in Breath of the Wild or something like that. Oh, there, there's okay. some kind of Sheikah armor in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So Sheik is, Sheik's new model is, like, based off that slightly. Okay. Which I think is, which I think is cool. Very cool. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good choice. All right. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they were just going to keep the Twilight Princess model. Yeah. And I, I do like the the little additions here and there, like how Mario is, you know, mainly the same character and in terms of his look and I'm sure his moveset as well. But they've added Cappy now because of Odyssey. So so that's really cool, too. 
Yeah, I actually didn't really watch much of the gameplay, but uh, does he actually use Cappy as a move, or is it just kind of there? Um, I'm not sure, actually. I, I watched more gameplay than you, it sounds like, but from what I've seen, Cappy's eyes just pop out during Mario's up B attack when he just kind of hops up and steals your coins. Oh, so he still has blood. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure he still has blood, and he still has his cape, and he still has his fireball, so his moveset is largely the same. But then, like, you've got, you know, Link, who now has remote bombs, and instead of just firing one, like, regular arrow with his neutral B, he now, you can fire the arrow, but you can then pick it up when it lands on the ground, and then you can fire two arrows after that. Yeah, I did see that. I, I also heard his hook shot's gone. Oh, really? I heard something about that, I don't, but I don't know what his new grab is or how he uses it or anything. Okay. So there, there's there's still a lot that, that I haven't seen. There's still a lot that has yet to be seen. And, and a lot of it's due to the fact that they didn't have the full roster available. Well, yeah. E3 yeah, demo. I did hear about that. But also, I think, like, uh, even if they got rid of the hookshot on Normal Link, they still have Young Link and Toon Link, who have the largely the same moveset. Yes, three Links. I can't believe that. And I'm so glad they brought back Young Link. He was one of my favorite characters from Melee. Oh, speaking of favorite characters from Melee... You'll never guess who, how hyped I am <laughs> for one returning character from Melee. Which character would that be? Pichu. <laughs> I, I, I used to use Pichu all the time to troll people, and it was the best. <laughs> nobody, nobody really wants to play as Pichu, but when you use him to troll people, it's literally the best character. Actually, actually I, I would say that everyone wants to play as Pichu. So one of the uh, one of the higher ups in Nintendo, his name's Bill Trinan. He's like, he's like one of the higher ups of Nintendo of America. He is like beyond excited for Pichu. I watched an interview uh, with Bill Trinan where he just he could not stop talking about how much he loved Pichu, and I was like, <laughs> of course he would. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, I'm exactly like him. I was kind of hope I I never thought they would bring back Pichu, and yet here we are. Yeah, but I mean, I. The, the the very moment when Snake showed up and just came and just you know ap- appeared and then you see everyone is here. I was like, oh my god, Pichu's gonna be back. Like, you oh, know, yeah. Wolf's, like Wolf's gonna be back. Yeah, they got rid of Wolf and uh, Wii U, which was kind of weird to me. It was a little weird to me. I I wasn't really sure why because again, uh, Star Fox. Well, you know, had... yeah. Yeah, you know why. It's because Star Fox isn't very popular anymore. Yeah, Star Fox isn't all that popular. Um, they had two reps in Melee, and then they added Wolf and Brawl, but that's still, like, three characters who still, to me, feel rather similar. I think they could have always added Crystal and had her moveset be pretty neat. Oh, I kind of um, hope she... I, I, I still hold out hope that she shows up one day. So I, 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 I'm sorry to disappoint, but it has been confirmed that she's an assist trophy. Oh, at least she shows up in some way. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I'm like, I, I want to say 98% sure she's an assist trophy. I saw like a, a, a screenshot where she was like standing next to Fox and she had like her Star Fox Adventures outfit. Uh, she had her staff. So Yeah, see, that's cool. Like, so for someone like me, I mean, I know we have a million Fire Emblem characters and people are always like, oh no, too much Fire Emblem, but... uh Having Lynn as an assist trophy kind of always irked me because she would have been a good character to have in the main game. 
Yeah, and that's one thing that I think a lot of people like about Robin, because Robin is a very non-standard Fire Emblem character, at least in terms of uh, moveset. Yeah, like I feel like there are tones. there are there is a pretty big well to draw from from that series, so I yes. I wouldn't mind having a couple more characters, but we'll yes. see. Yeah, we'll see. I I will say that I I heard uh, they don't intend on adding as many characters as they did with Smash Wii U. Smash Wii U had a lot of newcomers, over ten, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I also get the feeling that they'll probably release DLC as time goes on as well. Oh sure, and I don't think that DLC will be restricted to only characters i think there will be some stage dlc maybe some item dlc and maybe some new modes as time goes on but obviously time will tell um, yeah i mean i think uh i think they're finally trying to open themselves up to online uh online gaming to a greater yeah, degree than i agree and i agree and i i want to touch on that a little more in a bit but i just want to recap uh, just for for you know the the one or two people who might be watching this, uh, <laughs> um, so so they brought back every character who's been in a Smash Bros. title, um, characters who are not who are in Wii, Smash Wii U, but um, were uh, characters who were not in Smash Wii U include like Pokemon Trainer, Wolf, Snake, Young Link, Pichu, uh, and a few others. But then but then they have. Uh, two new characters and one new clone character who's all the clone characters now called Echo characters. Yes, that's true. So the new character that they announced a while back was uh, Splat. Inkling. Inkling. Yes, Inkling. And uh, we got to finally see some gameplay and uh, I was pretty pleased yes. because I, uh, I, was I, I play Splatoon here and there and uh, you know I'm all for having them kind of add a character from that series yeah i agree and i mean i i never actually played splatoon i've seen uh, a few dozen gameplay videos but i think it looks like it stays very true to the source material like you've got like the the paint roller and the bombs and like the brush yeah the move the move set was actually pretty inspired because in splatoon you usually uh you know equip a weapon but the, those are all the different those are uh good uh a good sample of all the weapons that you can use in that game. Yeah. In the same way that you've got character like Pitt who uses the, um, you know, the, the dash arm or whatever. Yeah. It's from called from uprising. Guitars, yeah. From yeah. uprising. Yeah. So, I mean, th- and that's one thing that Sakurai mm-hmm. and his development team is really, they really care about is attention to detail and staying true to the source material. So it's, it's kind of a no-brainer to me. It's it's really unsurprising that they would have inkling with a lot of the Splatoon inspired. Uh, yeah, movies. and but this is the thing: like he does have great attention to detail, but then you know there's things like Young Link. As much as I like him as a returning character, I feel like they could have updated him to be more like Majora's Mask, Young Link. That's true. Because that would have differentiated him more from his other appearances. And Toon Link could have just kept the the normal moveset. But now we have like two small links that are probably going to play pretty similarly. That's very true. To the point where they might even be considered clone-ish. But they're like... it hasn't been stated that they're clones. So Yeah, so um, so that's kind of where I get confused because they're like, oh yeah, Dark Pit's an Echo character and Lucina's an Echo character, but Ganondorf yeah. is Ganondorf. 
Yeah, and, and basically what they've said is in order for a character to be an Echo character, they have to have almost 100% the same moveset with very, very, very slight variations in the moves they use. So, um, so it's not so like for Mario example, and Luigi. And it's, yeah, exactly. And it's not like Mario and Dr. Mario. And they made Luigi a lot different from Mario. Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah. Doc- Dr. Mario and Mario is probably a better yeah, comparison. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Dr. Mario's pills bounce and they do a different amount of damage. Also, Dr. Dr. Mario's moves moves take inspiration from Mario's original moveset. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, he doesn't have Flood or anything. So, obviously, you know, if if Dr. Mario were a clone character, an Echo character, he would have Flood. And, and like, the same cape and and all that. So, uh, but then they announced a new Echo, a new clone, a new Echo character... Daisy. Hey, I am actually very happy for this edition, even though people are not. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people aren't very happy about it, but uh, I lo- I've always liked Daisy more than Peach. I'll just throw that out there. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about Daisy. I don't give a crap about her. Oh, well, I don't like Peach that much. So for me, I've always liked Daisy because <laughs> she's always got the basically she's just like the Mario Party character that just like parties all the time. I am Daisy. <laughs> yeah, like Waluigi. He's like the Mario Party character that just parties all the time. Then why couldn't we have had Waluigi as a new playable character? I don't know, because Nintendo doesn't want to create a new moveset, and Daisy's lazier, so. Yeah, lazy Daisy. I, I am I am still a little salty that Waluigi is, again, an assist trophy. Hey, I mean, I'd rather uh, have him as an assist trophy than not in the game whatsoever, so. That's fair. I agree. But I, I, I am happy for the day. Oh, oh, wait. So can we, can we go on a small tangent about Waluigi? So. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Mario Tennis Aces comes out this Friday. And uh, I played the demo. And uh, I, pre-ordered, I pre-ordered the game this week because uh, the demo was so good. It's, like, super good. And uh, Waluigi in that game is probably the funniest I've ever seen him. So you should uh, check out some gameplay footage with him. Oh, I really want to. Believe me, when I get a Switch, that is one game I'm definitely, <laughs> definitely going to get. Anyway, yeah. And I will play Waluigi. <laughs> yeah. He, some of his uh, his victory poses have him holding a rose in his mouth. It's like the funniest thing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <sighs> okay. Let's let's get yeah, Waluigi. Okay. So so the so the other new character that was revealed was I was completely blown away. I was th- this is where the flabbergasted comes into play. <laughs> so, so Mini Ridley. <laughs> yeah, you've played you've you've played the Prime trilogy. Uh, I'll let you say what you want to so say. So actually, about it. I haven't finished all of the Prime games, but I did finish. Uh, uh, I finished uh, quite a few Metroid games, but I haven't finished all of them. But uh, Rid- yeah, but Ridley shows up in basically every single Metroid game. Yeah, uh, and he's usually huge. Oh yes, yeah. So the thing about Ridley is, uh, yeah, I think people want more Metroid reps, and uh, I don't blame them because it's a great series, and I think it's been underrepresented for a while. And you know, Zero Suit Samus and Samus are basically two different characters, even though they're the same character. Just yeah. like Doctor Mario and Mario are two different characters, but I think Zero Suit Samus and Samus are different enough that it makes sense. Oh, yeah, of course. But you've got so many different other Mario reps like Rosalina, Bowser Jr., Bowser. So, and, and 
you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Metroid series doesn't really have a wealth of characters that can have cool movesets. Yeah, because well, a lot of yeah, a lot of the characters are, are like uh, basically space monsters, so it's kind of hard to. Yeah, like 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 gigantic monsters like Kraid. Yeah, or uh, or even a or Mother or Brain. even a Metroid. Yeah, but you can't. Yeah, like you in, can't really like. That's why it's an assist trophy. There's not really much else it does. Yeah. <laughs> like, but but to have to have Ridley, who's been in so many titles, and and you know, I I don't know if you've paid all that much attention to like the Smash Bros community. I was a regular on GameFAQs on the GameFAQs forum for a while, so I know people would always be like, "Oh, Ridley's too big. He can't be in the game. He's too big." Oh yeah, no, that's that's always been the conversation. Yeah, um, it, you know, it reached meme status. It did reach meme status. Ridley's too big. Well, guess what? Certified. They meme. just took a shri- <laughs> they took a shrink ray and shrank yeah. him. <laughs> I think he's smaller. That... I think he's smaller than Ganondorf. He looks like he is. Really? Well, maybe he's the same size as Ganondorf. He's definitely smaller than Bowser. He could be. Well, I know that. I know that in his like idle animation, he's sort of crouching a little bit, and then he, you can apparently have him like stand up straight, and then he's super duper tall. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of interested to see him. I'm kind of glad they added him just because uh, I feel like it was the one Metroid character that they could try to make work, and it would make some sense. And it do- he doesn't look bad. He actually looks pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I think he looks really good. So I'm just. It's definitely in in some way. I think it's appeasing all of the Ridley fans. Really? So I, this is the thing. The only other Metroid character that they could maybe have used. Uh, there are a couple. They could have used the. There's like some sort of uh, like like uh, military leader in Metroid Other M, but that game is widely considered one of the me- worst like Metroid or Nintendo games ever made. It's pretty bad. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't heard yeah. good things about it. So, or I'm, they could have used yeah. Dark Samus, which is basically Metroid Prime, because in Metroid Prime, the Metroid Prime trilogy, uh, you know, Samus faces off against Dark Samus. But we already have Dark Bit and like Dark Link. Yeah, Dark Link is yeah. like kind of in the game as a skin. So it's kind of yeah. like it would and, be weird. Yeah, it would be weird. And uh, I remember that in. Smash Wii U and 3DS. Dark Samus was an assist trophy. So, oh right, right. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah. I mean, they could have given her the Little Mac treatment, and you know, because in Brawl, Little Mac was an assist trophy, and then he was a playable character in Smash Wii U. But I couldn't see that happening with Dark Samus. Well, Dark Samus is actually unique enough that I think they could differentiate it from Samus. It just depends on how like lazy or unlazy they want to be. I feel like if yeah, and it also I feel like if they had Dark Samus in the game, they would just make it a clone of Samus. Yeah, and it also depends on character popularity in a way. I I I would find it hard to believe that Dark Samus is a more popular Metroid character than Ridley. Oh yeah, well that's because uh, even though Dark Samus is uh, kind of the primary antagonist of the Metroid Prime trilogy, Ridley is just like one of the most iconic Metroid villains because it shows up in every single Metroid game. Exactly. So yeah, I was pretty excited to see Ridley. Yeah. In terms of other characters that could be added, I I know a lot of people, which, by the way, quick side note, I'm so glad that Shulk is still in, just by virtue of all the characters being there. I'm just, yeah. I'm like, oof, I'm really, yeah. Shulk is like my favorite character. And they also kind of changed up how he plays. 
Yes, yes. There, there's so many, there's so many ways that characters have been like. There's just this one little thing that's been changed, and I feel like we could go on for hours and hours about it. But I, I do think the the cycling of the Monado arts is. Really it is cool. funny how you've tried to get me to play Xenoblade Chronicles, and the only game in the series that I finished was the second one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, speaking of that, I. A lot of people have said that they would want Rex and Pyra to be a character. Including me. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, that may still happen. Who knows? Uh, there's there's definitely room for, for more characters. Well, I get the feeling, like too, I... that they might just do Rex by himself and then have uh, different blades be his different special moves. That would be cool, but it would depend on how much effort they would want to put into new characters because it, it seems to me... That and they mentioned it in the Nintendo Direct that that they feel this is what the fans want, um, which is to have all characters from previous Smash titles be in this game. And it's definitely a huge undertaking, but it does make me wonder about the amount of effort they they would want to put into adding even more characters beyond that. So I get the feeling that uh, they're saying that, but I do think that they will add a few more new characters just by virtue of the fact that we have. Uh, six to seven months before the game even gets released. I agree. And, and they have and to drum still... up the hype in the lead-up to the game. I agree. I agree. So uh, why don't we talk about some speculation here? I've heard uh, heard some rumors that I hope are true. Okay. What are these rumors? Well, I've heard uh, Simon Belmont might show up, which uh, mm. isn't necessarily a, uh unfounded rumor. Because he was thrown in with uh, Ridley and, I don't know, some other character that they did eventually confirm. So I get the feeling he okay. might actually show up. Okay. I, I mean, that's possible. Simon Belmont definitely has, uh, you know, a lot of good source material to pull from for a moveset. You know, with the holy water and the axe and all that. Yeah, well, so Simon isn't necessarily, the like, the, the definitive Castlevania character. But I think on a Nintendo platform, he makes sense because the NES, if you go back to the NES roots, I feel like those Castlevania games were kind of, like, one of the best games on the console alongside you yeah. know, like the Mario's and stuff like that. So I could see it. if you're going to include third party reps, I always prefer the ones that kind of have history on a Nintendo console. Yeah, that's fair. I agree with you um, on that because for the most part, aside from honestly, I think aside from cloud strife, all characters have, you know, appeared in some form uh, on a Nintendo. Yeah. console. Yes. Yeah. Like a lot of people forget that for solid snake, the original metal gear was on the NES before it became Metal Gear Solid. Right, and uh, they remade the original game as the Twin Snakes on the GameCube. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. Uh, he's got some history on a Nintendo console. Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. is, uh, is, I think, the best third-party character because not only is he a natural rival to Mario, but uh, the Sega Sonic <laughs> games kind of did have a good history on the GameCube and onward. Yeah. Speaking of Sonic... Do you want Shadow as an Echo character, or do you want Tails as an Echo character? Well, who would Tails be an Echo of? Sonic. Oh, I don't want Tails to copy Sonic. No, that'd be dumb. I would rather well, have Shadow. Then... Yeah? I think I'd be okay with Tails as an Echo uh, character. I don't know. I prefer Shadow as a character, so I'm pretty biased. But uh, I'm sure most people would probably want Tails. Yeah. I honestly 
don't know who else I would want in the game at this point. Banjo and Kazooie, I will keep trying until they're in. Would you rather have them or Yuka and Laylee? No, that game's trash. We're not talking about that game. (laughs) Ouch. Okay. (laughs) Well... Are there any other characters that you've heard from speculation? Uh, honestly, it's gotten to the, like I said, it's gotten to the point now where uh, I, I go on forums and people list like two characters and they're like, I don't really know what I want. Yeah, because you're, you're right. It has gotten to the point where um, maybe the well of potential good new characters is starting to run a little dry and it gets to the point where people start like, asking for these meme characters who would never be possible, like Shrek or Home Depot <laughs> or Co- or Cory from Cory in the House. Yeah, I think, like, uh, I just think that we've gotten to a point where I'm happy either way. If they include more characters, that's great. If the only two newcomers were the Inkling and Ridley, I'm fine with that, too. Yeah, we'll just have to see. I do get the feeling we'll get another Pokemon rep. That's possible. I feel like uh, with Pokemon Tournament, they've kind of shown that they can make Pokemon work in a fighting game. So, Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So I'm sure we'll get some other Pokemon that's, you know, fringe, but popular enough to be in the game. Decidueye. Yeah, I feel like that would be the natural choice, in my opinion, to yeah. go with. Yeah. So so let's, uh, so let's move away from characters and, and talk about some of the other elements of smash bros like stages and items and, and gameplay and music yes music is often overlooked. oh i well i love the music in the series because it's a celebration of nintendo but the one piece of music that they need to bring back or i will probably drop the game a half point in my review of it is uh the menu theme from melee <laughs> oh that'll definitely be the, the no but the special menu theme not the normal one Oh, that'll absolutely still be Cause in. Because that, that's my go-to menu music for Smash Bros. I assure you that would be in. I don't, I don't care for the new, the new uh, songs, usually. Like, they keep changing it up with their theme songs. I haven't really yeah. liked any of them outside of the Melee one. I guess the Brawl that's one fair. was pretty good. The Brawl one was good. I didn't really care for the Wii U one, and this new one that I just heard wasn't necessarily uh, anything I think I'm ever going to listen to on a regular basis. I, I do agree it, it fell flat a little bit, and I don't know if that's just that the nostalgia factor is stronger for me. Oh, yeah, with Melee, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, Melee, but... to me, is, I think, uh, the first time Smash Bros. really kind of was a special game to me, because the original one on the S64 is great and all, but, you know, it's it was kind of just like, it almost felt like a concept game. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they really hit their stride with Melee onward. I agree. I agree. Um, but but the music, like, the, I, I think one of the best things about the music is that they, they bring back songs that you may not have heard in a long time, and they bring them back in a very big way. A lot of the songs get remixed and remastered, and just you get different renditions. You get, you get compilation tracks. Like, I know there's sort of a... There's there's a there's a Legend of Zelda medley, right? Yeah, know? they do the medleys. They do uh, with their even fringer game series like uh, Fire Emblem. Uh, not necessarily like super fringe, but more fringe than say Mario or Zelda. 
Um, They even take music from those series, from their more recent games, and kind of give them a spotlight. And then even the games that aren't featured in Smash Bros. proper, they'll kind of throw some... uh, some special tracks like from Golden Sun or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. A lot of games that I can't even think of off the top of my head because they're just so obscure and out there sometimes. But yeah, I mean, the stages, I hope, are back. Uh, they did a whole yep. stage reel, which looked kind of cool. They did. They did. Uh, I, I want Pokefloats back. Pokefloats. Oh, uh, yeah. Pokefloats is good. My favorite yeah. stage that they haven't shown, I think, would be... Uh... Well, they showed Spear Pillar. I love Spear Pillar. I don't know why. Yep. It's so ridiculous how, like, ridiculous that stage is. <laughs> yeah. It'd also be ridiculous if they have uh, Palkia as a stage hazard, and then they also have Palkia as a Pokeball Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think of what stage I really want. I think Onnet's back, right? I like Onnet a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes it is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They kind of hit most of my... I assume Temple will be back. That's like the classic stage. Yep, they, yep they've already showed Temple. No worries there. Um, and I feel, like, I feel like all of the items... Oh, well, I was actually items, excited but... to see Pokemon Center back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was from... Uh, or is that po- is that Sa- no Saffron? No, oh, Saffron no, 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 City. No, yes, yeah, Saffron, the top of the tower. Yeah, did they confirm Pokemon Stadium? Because that's also a good one. I'd be surprised if Pokemon Stadium wasn't coming back, but I don't think I've seen it yet. Yeah, the Pokemon stage is sent to be pretty good. Yeah, because they always have like the Pokemon stage hazards, which are pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, so items. I'm sure a lot of uh, previous items are going to be back, but. Uh, as as you as you might know, I'm a bit more of a competitive player. I don't care about items as much. I like to play casually, but then I usually just go back to Final Destination one on one, no items. Yeah, I, well, I mean that's why I kind of drop off of Smash Bros because I feel like I can't play casually anymore, so I get kind of burnt out on it. Yeah, but uh, I will probably play this game pretty casually because it seems like some of the casual modes seem pretty fun. Yeah, and, and I, I really am hoping for a lot of different game modes that are like fun and chaotic and whatnot. I, I do want there to be a story-based one-player mode like Subspace Emissary. I just don't know how feasible that will be. I mean, I don't know. They do the cutscenes for newcomers. I don't see why they can't just you know do kind of like what they did with Subspace Emissary. I... Don't quote me on this, but I think the reason why uh, sort of event-based cutscene, you know, story-driven mode didn't come back for Smash Wii U is because uh, they didn't want all of the cutscenes like being uploaded to YouTube. Oh, it, it was something like that. So, so don't quote me on it. Just take it with a grain of salt. I mean, okay, if they're worried about that, just do like a melee adventure mode. That'd be good enough. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like the class, be the classic mode is fun, but it kind of it gets old. It does get old. There, there's there's not a whole lot of replayability when it comes to that. I do like the challenges, though. You know, unlocking the different challenges, the the achievements. Bring back board the platforms. I'm kidding. Don't do, don't bring that back. <laughs> I love, but I love board the platforms. <laughs> when is the last time we saw that? The first game. I I I, think I don't think so. it. I don't, I don't think it ever came back. 
Yeah, I don't think it was in Melee. Was no, it? I don't think so. I think it was. I think Break no. the Targets. Uh, yeah, they really. So Break the Targets. I feel like they got really lazy with Break the Targets because it. They did. It was good in Melee. Yeah, well, in, Brawl, in, in the just... original game in Melee, they made them specific to each character, and then after that, they just made them generic. Yeah. So I'd like to see character specific break the targets. Come oh, back. speaking of character specific <laughs> break the targets or just character specificness and at all, I want to talk about this one character. Uh, okay, Bayonetta. Okay, just because I've heard uh, she's broken, and I only played with her a little bit, and she seemed broken. Okay. So how broken is okay. she? Okay, well, 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 let's let's talk let's talk about that. Let's talk about tweaks to characters um i i really hope that there will be balance patches to make sure the characters are you know not broken or that characters who are really really weak are made stronger so and Bayonetta... this is the thing right so like uh before we go kind of into this topic too deep i just want to say that in competitive games whenever you introduce something new it tends to end up being the most overpowered thing. So, for example, like Ridley being introduced, I wouldn't be surprised if Ridley and Bayonetta just stay at the top tier at the beginning of launch or at launch of this game. I wouldn't be surprised either. Like they don't need to. I would not be. They surprised. don't need to show any other characters for me to realize that Ridley seems pretty overpowered. Right. His his moves seem to do a whole lot of damage and take up a whole lot of space. Um, and and you're right. You know, with with a decent amount of the DLC characters that were released for Smash Wii U, like uh, Mewtwo ended up being really, really good. Um, Ryu ended up being really, really good. And Cloud and Bayonetta specifically ended up being, like, easily top tier. And Bayonetta ended up being top tier to a broken extent, to the point where people considered banning her even after she received some nerfs to her moves well i think the problem with bayonetta is just as a character she's pretty broken <laughs> yeah because just the nature of witch time probably seems pretty pretty insane it's mad. i haven't really yeah. watched a lot of gameplay of her but i can just assume that she's probably pretty broken yeah witch time is the strongest counter in the game and her moves like witch twist allow you to do combos that will carry your opponent off the top of the screen at very low percents. So, so how do you think they're going to balance her? Because I feel like it's a very hard character to balance. It, it's hard to say. And I think the they could balance her by making Witch Time a bit less busted. And they could also balance her by making her combos not as easily linked into one another. Um, but, but time will tell. I just know that... The problem with balancing a character like Bayonetta 2 is you want to balance her, but you also don't want to lose the essence of the character. Exactly. Because in, because in Bayonetta's games, you're able to you know, string these fantastic combos together on your, on your enemies. So you want to still be able to do that in Smash Bros. You don't want to just use one move and, and have that be the end of I'm it. actually surprised they didn't just take a page out of the Marth playbook and play, uh, you know, make her a string combo attack similar to that. Yeah, that's a good point. But, but again, time will tell. But I, I do know that it, in a lot of ways, based on what I've seen, uh, the, the development team for Smash Bros. does really care about the competitive aspect. They, they want to appeal to all demographics. They want to appeal to casual players and, and they want to appeal to people of all skill levels, even at the top, top level, where you're competing in these huge tournaments. Right, and I think that's why they brought back the GameCube controller. Yes, I agree. 
I think a lot of uh, competitive players would have been a bit upset if they didn't bring back the GameCube controller, similarly to how they brought it back for Smash Wii U. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really that much into the competitive scene, so I don't really understand why the GameCube controller is necessarily so prized. I mean, I love the GameCube controller, don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. But uh, I don't see how it would be better than having, like, uh, you know, a dedicated Smash controller or something. Yeah, so so my, my take on it is a lot of it just has to do with muscle memory and familiarity. Uh, there, there are plenty of people who play with pro controllers, and in fact, one of the best Mega Man players in the world who goes by Scat, uh, he plays with Wiimote and Nunchuck. <laughs> So just to kind of put that into perspective, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see the best Luigi player play with the 3DS. Um. So the best Luigi player, his name he goes by Elegant, and uh, I'm pretty sure he uses a GameCube controller. And I don't know if he'd be very good if he used the 3DS. <laughs> but can you imagine if, like, five Nintendo generations from now, we're talking about like Smash 2055 or something? And oh, they're geez. just like some some guys just like I need to be able to use my 3ds. <laughs> You're just like what the fuck? <laughs> I could I could see. Oops, it. I, I dropped an F bomb, but that deserved it because that's like how ridiculous it is to want to play with one controller only. You're fine. You know what? You're fine. I I I have I don't know what your restrictions are. I don't know what like rules Josh has, but PG-13 movies allow one F bomb per movie. Uh, some shows. Uh, allow one f-bomb per season yeah well so. you know it's not really about the restrictions that josh set up it's more just uh you know we try to be family friendly here but we're really yeah not. so apologies to any of the uh younger listeners that was our tangent for today so continue <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so uh, just back to the competitive aspects if you don't mind there, there are some new mechanics that have been introduced um uh, now and i don't know if you've heard this but if you if you spam rolls and spot dodges, then you're left more vulnerable the more you do. I it. did hear this, and I actually kind of like that change. I like it a lot because I've played on Smash Wii. I've played on Four Glory a lot, and you'll have like people who go with Link or Samus, and will just like spam rolls to the other end of the stage and just like use arrows and projectiles, and it's just infuriating. So now you can't do that anymore. Oh, it's great. Thanks. That's how I used to play. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, now you're gonna have to learn a new way to play, my friend. Well, I guess I'll just have to get good with Rosalina again. You will have to get good. Um, uh, let's see. So you've got directional air dodging now. So in brawl, that wasn't. I think that was in melee, right? It was. It was in melee, and the directional air dodge in melee allowed you to do this. A uh, little technique called wave dash. It was it, yeah, they, yes. they, they called the yeah the fans call it wave dashing, um, and and that's been confirmed to not be a thing in Smash Bros Ultimate. So you can't do that anymore. Um, but but yeah, directional air dodging that kind of adds a new layer to avoiding attacks. I'm surprised um, they didn't just kind of make wave dashing like a thing. That. I, I mean, I guess in a way, I'm surprised. I can't remember if wave dashing in melee was intentional or a glitch or an exploit. It was. But... It was kind of. Um, I think it was a mixture of all three, honestly. But uh, okay, I just feel like uh, you know, if you're gonna embrace 
the history of Smash, you might as well just include it. Like, the only people that are going to use it are the top-level players anyway. Exactly. And and a lot of the... Uh, so so the, the best Smash Bros. Wii U player, he goes by Zero. He has said that he wants Wave Dashing to come back, and he thinks that if Wave Dashing comes back for Smash Ultimate, then it's going to be the best Smash game. Yeah, I think uh, I've heard him talk, because uh, Nintendo has their own podcast now, the Nintendo Power Podcast. They actually inter- oh, really? Yes, and they actually interviewed him, and uh, I actually just listened to it today, and uh, he didn't mention that, but uh, it was kind of interesting to hear his perspective on how he thinks about Smash Bros. matches. It's kind of yes, like how he, it's he... kind of like how every competitive player thinks it at their particular thing, but... Oh, sure, yeah. It's very, very analytical, and it's very, you know, it, it's just very grounded in the competitive aspects of the game. Right, so... I'm, he seemed pretty happy with the game, so that, that bodes well for the game. Let's put it that way. Yes. I yes. feel like if the competitive players are happy, it kind of trickles down to everybody else. Yes, I, I agree. I do agree to an extent because it's good to have those sort of faces out there, those people who are just always prominent in the Smash Bros. community, so you get to know them. Um you know, people like uh, D1, who is a commentator, people like Zero, Nairo, um, Esam, they're all very top level players. So it's, it's good to have those people like with like engaging with Nintendo. Yes, I agree. And I'm kind of it was kind of nice to watch part of the Invitational and see Sakurai be like, oh, well, you know, we need to uh, very clearly fix some glitches here and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was really funny where he was he was talking about how he was so worried that there were going to be bugs during the tournament. And then he still he said that, like, he still found a few bugs. And then he like caught he caught like a midnight plane back to Japan so he could keep working on the game. He's so dedicated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like the poor guy looks like he's overworked and the audience was like cheering for him. <laughs> yeah, he. He did look a little unhealthy. I I do at times worry about the state of his uh, physical and mental well being, but uh, he likes making games. So <laughs> yeah, I could have sworn that he was gonna say Wii U was his last game, but uh, I guess he kept going. So yeah, I, I I'm pretty sure in an interview he did say that Smash Wii U was gonna be the last one that he was gonna work on. So I guess you know either either Nintendo has him in the dungeon. Or he just can't get enough of it. I think it's a, probably a little bit of both because it looks like <laughs> he looked like he came out of a dungeon. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it's almost like they were like, "You're done with the DLC for Wii U. Now work on the next Smash." And he's just like, "Okay." Oh my god. <laughs> uh, poor guy. Hey, but we uh, um, we're approaching uh, the 50 minute mark, so we should uh, start saying some final thoughts here. Okay, well, um, well, real quick, was there anything that you disliked about the game that you could see? Honestly, uh, for me, I'm not as competitive as you kind of are. So uh, for me, I was just kind of looking for stuff like the classic roster and stuff like that. And I didn't think they would actually do it. So that alone kind of was enough to make me think that they, uh, they're going in the right direction. Yeah, that's fair. And I mean, I could say things that I disliked, but they're very, very minor. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to really judge the game until it's out, too. Yeah. But uh, I have faith that they won't bring back tripping, so that's good enough for me. Yeah, agreed. And I I think that really, you know, just the, the sort of thing to keep in mind to, to keep hovering 
over everyone's heads is that it's not a complete game. There are still tweaks that will be made before it's released and put on shelves. And even after that, there will be patches, you know, characters that might be buffed or nerfed, um, you know, changes that could be made to the game, modes that could be added, new characters that could be added. So there, there's definitely a lot, you know, what we've seen so far is definitely not all that we have to see. Oh, yeah, I agree. I, th- I do think that they will have like a season pass or something and kind yeah. of expand upon the game after its launch. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're if you're asking about final thoughts, I'm I'm extremely satisfied and extremely eager to see what happens next. I agree. I do think that uh that they can definitely go up from the previous entry just because uh I do think that they did a very good lot of solid work on the last entry to kind yes. of set up this one. It's ultimate. Yes. It should feel like the ultimate game because I do feel like they're <laughs> approaching the end of having new Smash Bros. games. Yes. The hype train has plenty of coal to keep going. Yes. Onward. onward. <laughs> and onward. Yes. To victory. Yes. To everlasting victory. So my final thought on Smash Bros. Ultimate is I have it pre-ordered. And it comes out nice. on December 7th, so uh, I'm ready. Nice. I, I was almost talked into buying a Switch and pre-ordering Ultimate by a GameStop employee, but I held off because I just, I just need a little more time. But, yeah. You should definitely get a Switch, though, because you got to play some of the other good games on it. I'm going to. I'm going to, I promise. But, but let's not end on my, on my uh, indecision to buy a console. Hey, I mean, I, I guess, like, uh, is it, why? why? Why why don't you buy a new console? Uh, I have not cashed in my tax refund yet, so so there. Didn't you get that, like, 20 years ago? <laughs> uh, two weeks ago, actually. Oh, it came that so... late, all right. Yeah. All right, so uh, there you go. Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Nintendo Switch. When Keenan gets one, uh, we'll, uh, we'll have better conversations. Yeah, and I'll, I'll definitely be kicking your butt in Smash. Online. Uh, on or offline if I visit. Yeah, yeah, you probably will, and I look forward to yes. it. Yes. I'll, right. play, I'll awesome. play with my Xenoblade 2 Pro Controller and, and lose. And, uh, well, well, you know what? We'll see, you know. Um, don't give up hope. So, Keaton, where can people find you? You can find me nowhere yet because I don't have a Twitter. Um, and you can look for me on Facebook if you want, but good luck finding me. Or you can find, uh, you can, uh, where can people find you, Sean? They can find me at the new High Potion Tavern Instagram that's fully launched. Well, that's where they can find me as well. <laughs> we po- I posted a photo today to try to get some, some more listeners. So we'll see how this goes. Well, yes. Follow, follow High Potion Tavern on the Instagram page. Or like us on Facebook, but I don't really update that as much. I think the Instagram page will be a little bit easier to kind of get our name out there a little bit. We'll we'll just we'll just like us on Facebook too because because that might prompt the Facebook page to be updated 
perhaps. Yeah, Keenan, like us on Facebook. You know what? I'll, I'll do that right <laughs> now. I'll do that right now. I'm on my computer. If you're on your computer too, you're going to notice that High Potion Tavern has received a new follower. <laughs> anyway, it's been a pleasure, Keenan. Yes, it has. And Godspeed. Oh, yes. Yes, let's uh, Godspeed and Hopefully uh, we can all get together again sometime later this week to talk about some E3. Yes. And Josh will be here. Yes. Godspeed. Peace out.